My latest book has been released. Chunks of Terror, Volume 1. Over 20 scary stories are waiting for you. Go to Amazon and search for Chunks of Terror or go to maniacontheloose.com slash books. If you like scary stories, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Maniac on the Loose Scary Stories Podcast. <laughs> Sit back and relax. Keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and enjoy the ride. Graveyard Shift Back in the early 1980s when I was in high school, I worked a summer job at a 24-hour donut shop. I worked the graveyard shift. The manager said he didn't normally let girls work those hours alone, but he was in a bind and didn't have anyone else to turn to. I was happy to work the graveyard shift. I'm a night owl and was up late most nights anyway. I was also a bookworm, and between 1 a.m. and 5 a.m., the shop was dead, so it allowed me to sit around and read most of the night. I was basically being paid to stay up late and read. Easy money, if you ask me. It was a weekday night, about 2.30 a.m., when I looked up from my book and noticed a large car pull up into the empty parking lot outside the shop. I recognized it as a late 1970s Buick Electra. It was cream in color and was accented with some serious rust. Normally, a customer would pull up, park, come in, and get some donuts and coffee, but that wasn't the case with this car. They turned off their lights and just sat there for at least 15 minutes before they turned their lights back on and drove away. I wasn't sure what they were doing, but I didn't think much about it. I figured they had their reasons for stopping there like they did, and I stuck my nose back into my book. It was an hour later when I instinctively looked up from my book upon hearing another car pull up into the lot. To my surprise, it was the same rusty car as before. Again, they had pulled into the lot, turned off their lights, and just sat there for the longest time before driving off again. What were they doing? I was afraid they might have been watching me. My manager warned me to keep an eye out for suspicious characters. He said most robberies took place during the graveyard shift, and that if I noticed any questionable characters, not to hesitate to call the police. I was going to take his advice, but as I reached over to pick up the phone, the lights of the rusty Buick lit up and the car slowly drove away. I didn't want to come across as the little boy who cried wolf to the police, so since the vehicle had left, I opted to let things be and went back to reading my book. A short while later, the phone rang. I answered cheerfully, 
but there was nobody on the other end. The phone was silent for a few seconds, and then I heard a loud click, followed by a dial tone. It couldn't have been more than 15 minutes after that when I heard a car pull up again. And once again, it was that same rusty tank of a car, but this time, when they turned off their lights, the car door opened and a shadowy figure emerged. It was obviously a male. He was tall and bulky. He was wearing dark pants and a black hooded sweatshirt with the hood pulled up over his head. He moved swiftly from the vehicle toward the entrance of the store. It was obvious to me that this guy was either going to rob me or just buy some donuts. To my surprise, the man did neither. He stopped outside the glass door. He just stood there, staring at me. The lights outside the store were positioned in a way that silhouetted the man and kept me from seeing his face well. After approximately 30 seconds of him standing stoically outside, staring at me, I picked up the phone to dial the police. The moment I put the phone to my ear, the man turned, walked methodically back to his car, and drove away. I still called the police and told them what happened. A police officer arrived about 10 minutes later. He was very nice. I provided him with the details of the strange experience, and he agreed that the behavior was unusual. He said he'd do some extra rounds and keep an eye out for any vehicles in the area that fit the car's description. He then ordered half a dozen donuts, a large coffee, and departed. Neither the rusty vehicle nor the shadowy driver showed up again that night. Once the clock struck 6 o'clock a.m., the morning rush began. I forgot all about that rust bucket and the ominous man. When the day shift arrived at 9 o'clock a.m., I got into my little Pinto and headed for home. I lived in a small, quiet suburban neighborhood with the houses set wide apart. I had just turned onto my block when I glanced into my rearview mirror and noticed a familiar car behind me. It was the rusty Buick. There was no mistaking it, it was the same car. It kept a fair distance behind me as though attempting not to be noticed, but I was now aware of its presence. I was concerned. I lived in a neighborhood of working people with normal jobs. The neighborhood was always eerily quiet after 9 o'clock a.m. when everybody was at work. My house was just up ahead on the right, but I didn't want to pull into the driveway and let the man know where I lived. On top of that, I was worried that if I pulled into the driveway, he may block me in and there'd be nobody around to help me. So I kept driving past my house and turned off of my street. The rusty car continued to follow. I turned down another road and the car still followed me. I turned again. It was still following. Every turn I took, the car stayed behind me. Eventually, I turned out of the subdivision and back onto a main road. He continued to follow. What did he want? Did he want to kidnap me? Rape me? Murder me? All of the above? The driver obviously had something sinister in mind. I picked up my speed and he did the same. I made a few quick sharp turns in an attempt to lose him, but he stuck to me like glue and sped up. He knew I was on to him at this point and no longer kept a safe distance. He was now riding my bumper. 
If I were to jam on the brakes, he would have rammed into me. I fastened my seatbelt tight and sped up, far exceeding the speed limit. My little junky car was no match for the mighty engine his monster vehicle housed. Nonetheless, I kept the pedal to the metal and whizzed down street after street until I finally reached my destination. I slammed on the brakes and came to a skidding halt just outside of the police station. As expected, the rusty car behind me slammed into my rear bumper. A flurry of police officers swarmed out of the police station to see what the commotion was. At the same time, I jumped out of my car and started pointing at the rusty beast of a car behind me. He's following me! He's chasing me! Help! As I screamed out, the driver jumped out of the massive car and bolted across the street behind the building. Multiple police gave chase on foot while others jumped into their vehicles and peeled out after him. I have no idea how he did it, but somehow, the mysterious follower eluded the police and got away. They never found him. It turns out, the license plates on his car were stolen from another vehicle, and there was no information inside the car indicating whom it belonged to. The only thing they found when they searched his rusty Buick was a rope, handcuffs, chloroform, a vibrator, and a surgical knife set. We hope you enjoyed the show. We're dying for you to come back for more. <laughs> Visit ManiacOnTheLoose.com Sign up for our newsletter and I'll give you some free stuff. We'll see you soon. Very soon. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to support the show, buy some of my books. I have a bunch of them, and most of them are free with Kindle Unlimited. Don't have Kindle Unlimited? No problem. They're all priced pretty cheap. Go to maniacontheloose.com slash books. Fragments of Fright, the complete series, is now available. All five volumes of the international best-selling series bundled together into one convenient, horrifying collection. Go to Amazon and search for Fragments of Fright, complete series, or go to maniacontheloose.com slash books. The Roswell UFO incident. This is what really happened. Only 99 cents or free with Kindle Unlimited. Also available in paperback or audiobook. Go to Amazon and search for The Roswell UFO Incident or go to maniacontheloose.com slash books.